The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. Start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you, November 28th, 7 a.m. Brenda and Aaron with you on The Morning Blend. Thank you for tuning in on another very cold morning in Portland. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Aaron, my carpool buddy this morning. Yeah, thanks for uh, picking up your co-host on the way in today. Uh, it it was nice to be able to do that. We're both on the Vancouver side yeah. of the river. You have managed to live your life, you, your wife, and now, of course, your daughter, with one vehicle. And I find mm-hmm. that amazing. But occasionally... Not always. Not always. We did that in COVID when we only needed one car. Yeah. So it, it's working. I, I, an occasional little, like, can I help out? Yeah. It, 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 I can. Mm-hmm. But you managed to do that. It works well. Do you like having only one car to worry about? Uh, the bills I appreciate, yes. Only paying gas for one and insurance for one and all that. But, um, yeah, w- during COVID, my wife started working from home, and one car just sat in the driveway. And mm-hmm. so we were like, well, why do we need a second car? So we sold it, and now we have a daughter. And, you know, daycare and schools and all that other stuff is on the horizon. We're going, oh, and she's got a doctor's visit this today. That's why you were so graciously picking me up yeah. from uh, from home. So, yeah. So there'll be a second car in our future. But right now it works. It's just there's little hiccups like scheduling. Every you just got to be then? careful with the schedule, really. But. So there are six adults in living in our home right now. We <laughs> right. look like a small used car lot. There are vehicles <laughs> all over our house. There's one in the driveway. The other half of our garage is right. kind of a storage unit right now with our kids that are staying with us. Yeah. And then the entire driveway is full of vehicles. And then yeah. one other vehicle is kind of just camping out because it's just not needed. She's They're in the same situation where yeah. they don't need a second car right now. So, uh, But they can see the time is coming also. We mm-hmm. just are... A society that seems to love just have to. or need to have multiple vehicles. Yeah. I, I think just the way the world is set up, you have to have it almost these days, at least in the States. I think you're right. I mean, we are just a commuter kind of. And, and as much yeah. as, you know, there is the max line and there's buses available, we just still seem to want to drive our vehicles. Yeah. We were just laughing because we had all of the family in town for the holiday that... In the future, Scott and I could still see ourselves with three vehicles. Okay. My commuter vehicle, his truck that pulls the trailer, and a minivan. We still have a need for a minivan because there was no place that we could get to in one vehicle. We were in two cars everywhere. I I do very much miss driving my minivan. I don't. I don't miss the commute like Mm -hmm. driving from vancouver up here every day in traffic i like having my small car but i found the minivan Mm -hmm. really comfortable to drive it was real easy for a lot of people to get in and out and it left us with just having to take one car a lot of the time so anyway well maybe maybe there's a minivan in my future we'll see (laughs) there could be there could be well on to this tuesday it is giving Tuesday today. A lot of people have been talking about that. It's a national day of giving. So if you've just spent the weekend shopping through Thanksgiving, lots of groceries, and then you started the list for the Christmas holiday, 
and you're looking for deals, well, today, National Day of Giving reminds us to give to those in need. Whether we look for our favorite causes or charities, it is a great reminder to lift others up during a generous time of year. I was going through all of my mail that had piled up. I found the Matcha Day Radio mailer. I at home now have that beautiful Mary calendar for Mm -hmm. next year. So that was kind of our way to give this year's, to give that to our listeners. And so it's a good day for us to also say thank you. I know many people are making end of year uh, giving Mm -hmm. part of what they do. And we are just so, so very grateful to our wonderful wonderful supporters you make it all happen that's that's what matcha day radio is so we do have a great show ahead for you aaron what do you got coming up uh lots of stuff in the news the vatican has released the christmas liturgical schedule uh so we'll find out what's going on there uh they're going to light the christmas tree december 9th in saint peter's square uh and today's the feast of saint catherine labore we talked about her a little bit yesterday on the feast of the miraculous medal today is saint catherine's feast day she was the uh St. Vincent de Paul nun who received the vision of Our Lady who led to the Miraculous Medal. So we're going to talk about her some as well. All right. Fantastic. And even though he had very, very critical words of Pope Francis, the president-elect of Argentina now has a blessed papal rosary. Mm-hmm. I'll have that story for you as well. So we do have a great show ahead for you. We're going to start things now with Greg and Lizzie, Surrounded by Your Love. And we are Brenda and Aaron on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Your heart is a rhythm that we march to, not afraid of the valleys we let through. In your love we are besieged. To make the world new Not ashamed of your love That always stays true In your love we are besieged
That is Greg and Lizzie, Surrounded by Your Love. It is 710 right here at Matra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Coming up, we've got Daniel Oberreiter of The Thirsting. He's going to talk about some Advent adoration going on at St. Rose of Lima in Portland. That's coming up after your weather. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Good morning. Please join me, Father Martin King, pastor of St. Thomas More Catholic School and Parish, in this morning prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, enlighten my mind with truth, inflame my heart with love, inspire my will with courage, enrich my life with service, pardon what I have been, sanctify what I am. Order what I shall be, and thine shall be the glory, and mine eternal salvation. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app. What's the best way to stay on top of things in our local Catholic community? Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app is the perfect way to connect directly into all the exciting fall activities. And you can jump right into the middle of it all like a big pile of leaves. Simply search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to materdayradio.com and follow the instructions. In just minutes, you'll be accessing our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. Plus, set a customized schedule of your own prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio and download podcasts of all our original programming, including shows you won't find on the radio. Plus, you'll discover our Catholic lifestyle features, news, sports, fun fall festivities on the interactive community calendar, and much, much more. Get plugged directly into your local Catholic community with the Hail Mary Media app from Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 7.13 here at Mater Day Radio. We'll grab your coat and gloves. Baby, it's, it's cold. cold outside this morning for sure. Clear skies overnight allowed temperatures to drop below freezing. Now, we're going to have more sunny skies today, but high is going to only stay in the upper 40s. Overnight, we cool again to freezing temperatures. And on Wednesday, we get another sunny day. Temperatures again stay right around 46, 47 degrees. So by Wednesday night, the next system moves in and rain begins to fall on Thursday. It is currently 35 degrees at St. Rose of Lima Catholic School and Parish. And it is 30 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. Daniel Oberreiter, the lead singer and founder of The Thirsting, is with us this morning. Daniel, great to have you back with us. And you have got some really exciting activities happening at St. Rose of Lima Parish for adoration during Advent. Tell us all about this. That's right, Pat. Oh, first off, it's great to be back with you here, too, and uh, to greet you all this morning. Um, but we are going to be doing some amazing 
adoration evenings with praise and worship and contemplation over at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church here in Portland. Uh, We're starting on the first Wednesday of Advent, 6 to 7 p.m. This is a continuation of adoration evenings that you had during the summer. And I heard so many things from so many people about how transformational this was. What was your experience leading this? It was wonderful. We actually started uh, during Lent of last year, and um, we just kept it going every Wednesday night, leading people in adoration. Um, Father Matt would bring out Jesus and expose the Blessed Sacrament, and then I would play some music and then have some silent time, some contemplative music, and we just sing a couple praise and worship songs too throughout that. So a mix of silence and songs. And people were just really moved. I was shocked myself. But you know, whenever you bring Jesus out, he's going to do the work. <laughs> so my goal was always to, to get it going and then get out of the way. Because Jesus is going to do the work. And I just, just kind of play some music to get people inspired and motivated and sing a little bit. And then just the Lord touches people's hearts in a special way. So it's only an hour. How does the structure of the hour work? Yeah, so we actually, um, before we get started, before we actually have adoration, um, I greet everybody down in the front and welcome everybody in. And then we actually have just a, f- a, f- a few minutes of kind of check in. We, we look at the gospel reading for the coming Sunday. And I open it up to just a little bit of discussion of anybody's thoughts. We read the gospel reading and uh, then people can share just a few minutes, so about 10 minutes of just a little face sharing what the gospel means to them. And uh, we sing a song too right at the beginning. And then Father Matt comes out and brings Jesus out. And then, and then Father Matt goes to the confessional. Oh, so there's confession along with it. That's right. And that's such an integral part, especially during Advent. Um, I mean, we just all need to avail ourselves of the graces of confession. And Advent is a perfect time to make sure you're straight with Jesus as we get ready to celebrate Christmas. So I really want to encourage everybody to come. This is such an awesome event. I mean, there's no reason why we shouldn't fill it up, Pat. That church should be full with people in the whole Portland area. Everybody's invited to come. Again, it's every Wednesday night during Advent for three consecutive Wednesdays. And uh, Daniel Oberreiter is our guest this morning. Daniel with the band The Thirsting, and he will be leading Adoration Evenings at St. Rose of Lima Parish up in Northeast Portland. Daniel, you do a lot of these events and have through the years. What does adoration mean to you personally? It's taken on new meaning, and and honestly, like each time, it's a it's a new experience. You know, I think when I first started helping people in adoration, just just doing music, I I, I feel like I did too much music, huh. and um, the more I started doing them, the more I just felt like the Lord saying, like like He was saying to me, Daniel, I love what you're doing, and but but don't get too much in the way, like really discern how much you're supposed to play. And work with me. It's like the Lord and I, we, we try to work together, and I really have to be open. Like, no, Lord, I want to do this song. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop playing. Or, yes, now is the time to do the song. So it's like a, a bit of a dance with the Lord, you know, because the words that I sing will put words into the listener's mind. And who am I to dictate what they're supposed to think in their mind? It's a very powerful role that I have, that the Lord has placed me in right there. So sometimes the Lord is like, yes, sing this song. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I really feel the Lord saying, this is the next song. I, I want to put that word in their mind that, in their, you know, all my life you have been faithful, something like that. Or, um, you know, Lord of all creation, you know, 
And other times he's just like, back off. Let me speak to their hearts. I always say, you know, during adoration, like the Lord doesn't need me. <laughs> he doesn't need me. Uh, but he invites me and 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 I, I pray he uses me during these nights. And and it seems to have been very effective. Um, and Father Matt likes it a lot. So it's just really the music opens the door for, for prayer. Um, it just softens the heart and and just brings us all into a deeper relationship with Jesus. I noticed uh, with with your music, I didn't find it uh, getting in the way at all. Actually, it facilitated concentration on the blessed sacrament. It's it's kind of amazing how it works. Well, praise the Lord. That, that that's good. That's what we wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for me. Praise the Lord. And then that it obviously worked for a lot of other people. And uh, so pray for me that I just be obedient to what the Lord wants when I'm up there playing my guitar. Daniel Oberreiter is our guest. Daniel leading some wonderful evenings of adoration during Advent at St. Rose of Lima Parish. And Daniel, in adoration during Advent, it's kind of a special time of year because we're getting ready for that incarnation, yet there is Jesus physically present right in front of us. It is amazing when because it's like in some ways you're 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 celebrating the fulfillness of christmas yeah, already yeah but we're also waiting <laughs> and longing here's the lord of the universe emmanuel right in front of us looks like bread tastes like bread but it's really jesus you know when i love it when you're at adoration wherever you're sitting in the pew you might be 20 30 you might be 10 feet away from the lord of the universe and there you are and i always say like adoration it's heaven on earth it's like that old song. You oh, know, yeah. Heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> right? well, it's the Catholic Church. A little better than that. <laughs> it's the Catholic Church. And what better place to be on a Wednesday night during Advent? So, yes, Advent is such a special time to slow down, to stop, to quiet our hearts. And especially in these times when it's so desperate, our, our city of Portland needs this time to stop. All of our churches, we need to stop and spend time with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. It's tough, though, because this time of year is just rush, rush, rush. I've got all these errands I've got to do. End of the year, I've got, you know, everything for my business or taxes and what have you. It's all crushing at the end of the year. But we got to step back. That's right. How do you find yourself doing that? I always have to remind myself, because I got four boys, um, I always have to remind myself it's it's not that I need to find the time. It's that I need to make the time. Ah. We always say, oh, I can't find the time. Well, we can find time to play around on our phones. We can find time to watch our favorite sports games. We can certainly make the time to be with Jesus. Good point. <laughs> I, can, I can always find time for that football game. That's yeah, right. That's hey, true. I'm in the same boat. That's what I try to remind myself. I, I got to make the time to be with Jesus. It's my priority. What else do you have going on during Advent? I know you're busy getting out there. So I'm doing a bunch of uh, parish missions across the nation. But uh, what's exciting, I'm going to be in Aloha at St. Elizabeth and Seton uh, doing a mission concert on December 17th. So um, I think that's going to be uh, 6 or 7 o'clock. I'm sure it'll it'll be on my website, comeholdmyson.com. Um, but it's at St. Elizabeth and Seton in Aloha. I'll be doing a parish mission concert in the evening there. In wrapping up, as we look ahead to 2024, we'll be going into that third year of this Eucharistic celebration that the bishops have going on. Uh, how has it been so far for you? I mean, it sounds like the last year has been fantastic. Well, yeah. I mean, just any opportunity I have to, to be part of adoration is great. And when I first started doing parish mission concerts, I didn't, 
usually incorporate adoration, but lately I just, it's the first thing I do when I meet the priest, I say, hey, can we bring Jesus out at the end? Because he always seals the deal. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's all sing and He's play. your closer. He's the closer, amen. I'll sing and play for about an hour, and then we bring Jesus out, and, and he does it all. He, he, he fixes it. He finishes it. He's the closer, amen. This year's been great. I think it's only going to get better as, as we get ready for that big event in Indianapolis in July. That's exciting. Yes, praise the Lord. Just the whole nation needs to re- Commit ourselves to our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. I mean, what a gift it is to be Catholic and to experience Jesus in the Eucharist. Nothing greater than that. Amen. Amen. Again, one more time, people want to keep up with what's going on with you and the thirsting and where you're going all around the area. Tell us where to find out the information again. Yeah, so my own website, comeholdmyson.com. That's just comeholdmyson.com. And uh, the band is The Thirsting Catholic dot com that's the thirsting catholic.com and he's daniel oberreiter with the thirsting on matra day radio it is 724 here at matra day radio i love that jesus is the closer he's the <laughs> opener the uh, main act and the closer that's why they call him the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah, That's it for sure. And if you want to find out more information about what's going on in our community, well, head over to the community calendar at Mater Day Radio. All of these great events that are happening for Advent can be found right there on our webpage. So you can access the community calendar at materdayradio.com. You can also use your Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. How do I show my love? by scattering little flowers, every little sacrifice, a smiling look, a kind word for love. St. Teresa of Lisieux, a Carmelite nun from France who lived in the 1800s, was known for her love of God. She often spoke of simply doing God's will and living in our Lord's living, loving garden. Do we follow her example of little acts of love, planting little flowers each day? Can we bring a smile when someone is rude to us at work or perhaps cuts us off in traffic? Do we have kind words for a family member after a disagreement? Would we do a small favor for an enemy? How do I show my love? By scattering little flowers, every little sacrifice, a smiling look, a kind word for love. This has been Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd, inviting you to join me on my weekly podcast, Faith Moments with Dina Marie. 
where I proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings, a perfect way to enhance your study of sacred scripture. My Faith Moments podcast is found on your favorite podcast platform or on the Hail Mary Media app. It's easy to download and absolutely free. Check it out today. The Faith Moments with Dina Marie podcast made available thanks to Matrade Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 727, yep, 727 right here at Mater Day Radio. Coming up in your news, the Vatican has released the Christmas liturgical schedule with Pope Francis and a uh, missionary priest who was kidnapped in Africa in November of last year has been released. We'll get into those details. All right. All that coming up in three minutes. Here is Dupree. Meet me on the mountain. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Stand up if you want to have faith. Hands up if you want to be saved. Let's go up high where they can hear us. And take up your cross and be fearless. Come with me. We're all gonna sing. Meet me on the mountain. Yeah, we're all gonna sing. Shout it to the rooftop. We're singing to the king. Let's go up high where they can hear us. And take up your cross and be fearless. Meet me on the mountain. Yeah, we're all gonna sing.
That is Dupree and Meet Me on the Mountain. It's 7.30 right here at Mater Dei Radio. And in your news this morning, the office of the president-elect of Argentina confirmed on X that the country's new president, Javier Millet, received a rosary from Pope Francis on November 24th. The sacramental blessed by the Holy Father was sent to Millet and vice president-elect Victoria Villaruel. Pope Francis' gift allows a phone call, or excuse me, follows a phone call he had last week with the president-elect of Argentina in which the pontiff congratulated Malay and advised him to have courage and wisdom in governing the nation. Malay took advantage of the occasion to invite the Pope to visit his homeland in 2024. Both gestures mark the beginning of a new relationship between the two as Malay has apologized for the insults and criticism that he had previously publicly leveled against the Holy Father. The new president of Argentina will take office on December 10th. As Advent draws near, the Vatican has published the schedule of Pope Francis' liturgies for the upcoming Christmas season. Most of those liturgies will take place in St. Peter's Basilica. Following what has been his custom in recent years, Francis will preside over Christmas Eve Mass at night, starting at 7.30 p.m. Rome time in the Basilica. On Christmas Day, he will deliver the traditional Urbi et Orbi to the city and to the world blessing from the central balcony in the front of St. Peter's Basilica. And among other pre-Christmas festivities, the Vatican will unveil its nativity scene and light its Christmas tree in St. Peter's Square on December 9th. There's many more details online about the solemnity, Mary Mother of God, uh, Epiphany, Baptism of the Lord, and all those schedules that will all be posted up on um, several different news sites, Catholic agencies, Catholic news agencies, where I pulled these from. Uh, TBD, but they, most of those will be carried here on Mater Day Radio. Oh, fantastic. Well, it Through sounds like... Radio. Yeah, it sounds like they are not letting the Pope's health uh, slow him down too much at all. It sounds like he's got a full schedule for the Advent season. Mm-hmm. Well, Portland Fire and Rescue had a busy evening on a Monday, responding to three fires in the span of 30 minutes. Ooh. Fire and Rescue says they first responded to two homes on fire in the Brentwood-Darlington neighborhood in southeast Portland. Fire and Rescue say a total of five people were displaced. While crews were at the scene, two other fire responses were requested, putting nearly half of the on-duty members within Fire and Rescue responding to this fire. With three structures on fire and no completed search of either home, A second alarm fire assignment was requested, putting over 50 firefighters at the scene. Mm -hmm. Now, according to Fire and Rescue, most of the fire was extinguished within 10 minutes and searches for of each structure had reported that both homes did not have any occupants. Crews then were dispatched to a potential residential fire in the Powell Gibbler neighborhood, but it was reported to be a small external fire that needed only a single engine. But before the arrival of first responders, another fire was reported at a residential care facility in the Elliott neighborhood. There were no reported injuries to any occupants or firefighters. Mm. So No rest for the weary. Wow. No doubt a very busy afternoon. I would have uh, been quite incredible scene to see 50 firefighters at this uh, scene. I yeah. think what they were really wanting to make sure is that that neighborhood fire didn't spread to other homes. For sure, yeah. 
Well, Father Hans Joachim Lowry, a member of the Society of the Missionaries of Africa, who was reportedly kidnapped in Bamako, the capital of Mali, Africa, uh, in November of last year, has been set free. Father Lowry was taken as he was preparing to celebrate Mass in a church in the capital city of the West African nation, but his car was found abandoned, and the cross he always carried with him was found on the ground near the car. Now, according to Agencia Fides, the informational service of the Pontifical Mission Societies, the German priest was released on Sunday. But in a strange twist, a representative of the Malian government and two representatives of the Archdiocese of Bamako made the public announcement that the priest was released. However, they wished to remain anonymous. And when asked to confirm media reports about the release of Father Lowry, uh, the provincial of the West African province of his missionary congregation told ACI Africa that we are waiting for confirmation. Yet, according to Agencia Fides, after being released and handed over to the Malian governmental authorities, uh, he was put on a flight and flown to Germany. So regardless mm. of his location, well, well, whenever we get an update, I'll let you know. But um, that was the update as of today. So it sounds like he was released, but certain people can't confirm that. Uh, so regardless of where, they're far, where <laughs> Father Lowry is, maybe keep him in your prayers. For sure. And in sports, number three, Washington, number four, Florida State, and number five, Oregon, all moved up a spot in the Associated Press College Football Poll Sunday, giving the Pac-12 two top five teams for the first time since the final rankings of the 2016 season. Georgia remains number one as the two-time defending national champions have been for 24 straight polls dating back to the middle of last season. Michigan returned to number two following a week at number three and received 10 first place votes after beating Ohio State 30 to 24 in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Well, today is the feast of St. Catherine Labore. We talked about her a little bit yesterday on the feast of the miraculous medal. St. Catherine Labore was a French member of the Daughters of Charity of St. Vincent de Paul, and, obviously, a Marian visionary. Our Lady appeared to her in 1830 uh, and requested that the famous, the now-famous Miraculous Medals be struck. Uh, in 1815, Catherine's mother passed away, leaving her as a nine-year-old the responsibility of caring for her own household. At her, after her mother's funeral, Catherine is said to have turned to a statue of the Blessed Virgin and said, Now you will be my mother. Uh, when she became a visitation nun, it's a whole long story that we don't have to get into. She's got a phenomenal life, but she became a Vincentian nun, excuse me, uh, and Our Lady appeared to her saying, God wishes to charge you with a mission. You will be contradicted, but do not fear. You will have the grace to do what is necessary. Tell your spiritual director all that passes within you. In 1830, uh, she appeared again, and Our Blessed Mother asked for the famous uh, miraculous medal to be struck. She took these images to uh, her confessor, who then passed them on to the archbishop, and 2,000 medals were initially struck, and they were dispersed and and reportedly uh, received graces so fast that they were deemed miraculous. More and more strikings of the medals were taken and placed, and it spread like wildfire. Uh, She spent the next 40 years of her life caring for the elderly, the sick, and disabled, and no one in her, except her uh, confessor priest, even knew about the visions of Hmm. our Blessed Lady or uh, that she was the person behind these medals. When she passed, then everyone found out about her literally miraculous experiences. 
Uh, she died at 70 years old. Her body is discovered to be incorrupt after she was exhumed in 1933 as she became beatified by Pope Pius IX. She was canonized by Pope Pius XII on July 27, 1947. Uh, you can still see her incorrupt body underneath the uh, altar at the same chapel where Our Lady appeared to her uh, to this day in Paris. And she's the patron saint of the elderly, infirmed people, and the Miraculous Medal. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to need to make a trip to see that for myself. <laughs> you can stop in and see St. Bernadette, too. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And coming up on Wednesday at 1230 till 4 o'clock is Family Eucharistic Adoration at Holy Rosary Church here in Portland. Holy Rosary is offering a weekly family-friendly time of adoration to encourage our youngest Catholics to learn how to spend time before the Blessed Sacrament. And remember, you can find details on these and many other events. Just head over to our community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And remember, you will also have access to everything happening at the Grotto. Mm-hmm. In our second hour today, Aaron, we are going to be giving away a family pack of tickets. In fact, every day for the next couple of weeks, we will be giving away a six-pack of family tickets to the Grotto's Festival of Lights. So you're going to want to stick around and listen to that. If that wasn't good enough, we've got a homily highlight coming from Father Thomas Nathy at Holy Redeemer Parish in Vancouver. So stick around. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon, in praying the Our Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. To learn more about discerning your vocation, please visit archdpdxvocations.org. That's archdpdxvocations.org. In the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd, 
I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the voice of the shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.42 right here at Mater Dei Radio. Cool and clear this morning. Cool is an understatement, but uh, sunny and clear today with a high getting up to just about 47 degrees. Very cold tonight, going to touch freezing, at least in the Portland area. Definitely will get below freezing again in the outlying areas. Uh, expect similar tomorrow morning and sun during the day, but the rain returns tomorrow evening and into your Thursday. Currently, it is a very cold 27 degrees at St. Matthew's Catholic Church in Hillsboro. And it is 29 degrees and foggy at St. Jude Catholic Church in Eugene. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight is from Father Thomas Nathy, pastor at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. When we look at the parables of Jesus, you know, 2,000 years later, we need to put them in context and give them a little bit more explanation or a little bit more commentary uh, than the Jews of the time would have done. They'd have known exactly in great detail what the Lord was talking about at this stage. They would have understand the cultural context of a wedding like this taking place in Palestine in these days. It was a, um, <clears throat> the tradition to have the marriage in two stages. The first would be the contractual side and then there would be the religious side and the celebration that would come. Sort of like in some countries in Europe now, uh, or say France since the revolution, there's always a civil ceremony, which is the contract, if you like, and it's separate from the religious ceremony. That could take place a month later in the church, but they're separated, and really in many of the countries. Um, <clears throat> so that's the sort of context that we're in. and. Um, the tradition would be that uh, there could be some, quite some time between the two events, but the man and woman get contractually married, and then the man would go off and buy his house and put furniture in the house and get it ready for his wife. And that could take six months or so. But when he was ready to bring the wife into his own home, into their home, he would go back to her father's house and have a ceremony of procession from that house to his own house. And that's when the party would begin and they would have eight days of celebration. So this is what the Lord is talking about. So the bridegroom would send his best men, or his brides, what do you call them, groom's men, off to the house and say, the bridegroom's coming, get ready for him. And then he would come, he would take the bride and her bridesmaids, these virgins, the wise and unwise, and take them to house, and that's when they start their celebrations. It's funny, one commentator said, the reason why he came at midnight was that he didn't want to take the whole village with him back to his house because then he's got to pay for eight days of food and drink for everybody. So this is why they would come at strange hours. So they just go and tell their family and friends that they're coming and go and do this. So it's rather like, you know, we have a tradition in England, I'm not sure it's an American one, of carrying the bride over the threshold of the house. That was what something the groom would do after the wedding. When he comes back to the house, he would pick up his bride and carry her over into that. So it's like one of these uh, great uh, old traditions. The people would have known exactly what was going on here. The bridesmaids were there to be there with the lambs, to lead the procession, to light the way of the bride to her new home. 
And that's why we see that we have these unwise virgins, these unwise bridesmaids who didn't have the oil that they needed. They couldn't trim their lambs properly and get ready for this. So there are some very important things to learn from this parable, I think. Um, Jesus first contrasts contrast the five wise bridesmaids versus the full ones, the foolish ones, wanting us to imitate, of course, the wise virgins. November is the month of the holy souls. It is the month where the church reflects on the last things, the last things being death, judgment, heaven, hell. And so Jesus, by the image, tries to prepare us for the first two of death and judgment so that we may experience the third and avoid the fourth. But if this is to happen, let us learn these three crucial lessons from today's gospel. The first lesson is vigilance. We must be vigilant about the bridegroom's coming, the bridegroom being Christ, of course, right? The Lord will come again. He will come at the end of time. We don't know when it will be, nor the day, nor the hour, but we know he will come. And we need to be ready to go and meet him whenever he arrives. Death for the Christian should not be a scary thing. You know, we don't want to die necessarily right now, but we shouldn't be frightened when someone says you're going to come to the end of your life. We all know that, and especially as we get older. But if we've had uh, this loving relationship with the Lord, then there is nothing to fear. It is the natural consequence of this fallen life that we live that we go to Christ and be fully united with him. We see God face to face. And he wants the lamps of our hearts to be full of oil for his coming, to be ready for him. And so that's the first thing, you know, we've got to have this vigilance, always keeping our eye on the bridegroom's coming, always having the eye on death, and not in a morbid sense of the destruction of human life. I'm talking death about the, the encounter with Jesus Christ. That's how the Christian looks at death, not fearfully, but joyfully, really because we'll be united with Christ. The second thing that comes from this gospel and the image of the bridesmaids is there are certain things that we cannot borrow in this life. And to a certain extent, there are certain things that we cannot lend. We cannot borrow someone else's faith. We cannot borrow someone else's relationship with Jesus Christ. That analogy is very good in this for the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. The foolish virgins have got no oil in their lamps, if you like. They've got no faith in their heart. And you can't borrow that from someone else. And in fact, you'd be foolish to start giving away your faith to everybody who wants a bit of it, all right? Because you'd lose yours. And faith is the most precious gift that the God has given you. So you can't, some things you just can't borrow. And faith is one of them. You've got to get that yourself. There's a, a famous Trappist author uh, Father Simeon of Spencer Abbey, who says this about this gospel. He says, the foolish virgins are foolish not only because they neglected to bring their own supply of oil with them to the momentous encounter with the bridegroom, but also because they possess a naive and perhaps even subtly manipulative and self-indulgent view of the society which they belong. They are spiritual freeloaders. They simply assume that they do not have to work for their own oil that in a pinch, anyone's oil will burn just as nicely in their own lamps, that they should not strain themselves to do too much because there are many others who will do their work for them. In the spiritual life, we can't do that. No one can do it for you. No one can have your unique, 
personal relationship with Jesus Christ on your behalf. There can be no vicarious people looking after your soul and your relationship with God. Yes, they can help you, they can pray for you, they can do, do practical things for you, they can educate you, they can try and um, you know, do all sorts of things. But ultimately, they cannot live your life of faith in Jesus Christ. That is down to you and you alone because you are unique and he loves you in that unique way. He's got one thing he wants you to do, not for me or anybody else. And the third lesson is that there is a time that can be too late. Certain things cannot be obtained at the last minute. In the parable, the unwise virgins went out and they were caught off their guard. They went to buy oil. Another analogy here is that they were out doing worldly things. They were trading for oil when they should have been sat at home waiting for Jesus to come, right? There is a time when it's just too late. And when the master had closed the door, when the bridegroom had closed the door, and they knocked and said, Lord, Lord, let me in, what does he say? He says probably the most frightening words in all of the gospel. Truly, I tell you, I do not know you. And that's it, the end of the parable as such. He doesn't say, I'll let them wait outside for a minute and just teach them a lesson. No, he doesn't open the door to them. And in fact, he says, I don't know you. Don't come back. The parable tells us there's a time when there is no more time. There is a point when it is too late. Let us not be ever in that situation. Let us never procrastinate so much saying we're always going to get a second chance or it's always we're going to convert tomorrow. I'll be a better person tomorrow. I'll stop this tomorrow. I'll be holy tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come for us. We know not the day nor the hour. So three important lessons from today's Holy Gospel. Let us expectantly wait for the Lord's coming and be prepared for it at all times. And a recognition that we can't borrow some things. We can't ask someone to give us faith. That would be such a beautiful thing if we could. But we can't. We must develop that ourselves. Let us not procrastinate either. Let us not put off our preparations for the coming until it's too late. Because there is a time when it will be too late. And that was our homily highlight. That was obviously not Father Nathy. Yeah, that oops. was our friend, Monsignor O'Connor. Beautiful homily. Thank you so very much for that. Well, Father was ta Monsignor was talking about the power of prayer, too, in that mm -hmm. and how we help ourselves. And we can pray for others and for our intentions and let Modern Day Radio pray with you. Our powerful prayer warriors, check our our. our emails every day and they check our messages every day and they pray for your intentions. There is no intention too great or too small for our Lord and let Mater Day Radio pray right along with you. You can also download the free Hail Mary media app. I use the prayer section of that every single day. Mm -hmm. The library of prayers is just so vast there and I can just find what I need. It's organized by morning, evening and daytime prayers, both audio and text prayers. You can even find a few little video segments Litanies. as well. Yeah, there's quite a lot. Novenas, it's yeah, growing Fact, every day one of the litany uh, one of the novenas that begins tomorrow is 
for oh, the Feast uh, of the Immaculate Conception. That's right. Tomorrow the, the novena begins for Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. All so right. So get your novena ready to go. That's right. And pray right along with us here at Monster Day Radio. Again, you can find out more information about our prayer hotline and on our webpage at MonsterDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Broadcasting the fullness of truth. This is Mater Day Radio. KBV in Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield. Translator K235BF Eugene and streaming at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Catholic Charities of Oregon, answering Pope Francis' call to charity. Since 1933, Catholic Charities has been putting faith into action by serving the poorest and most vulnerable in our community. Services promote life and help families thrive. Catholic Charities program information at catholiccharitiesoregon.org. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio. Leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.56 right here at Mater Day Radio. Coming up in your news, the Vatican has released its Christmas liturgical schedule. And uh, we're going to talk about a St. James. Not the greater or the lesser, a different one. Stick oh. around. All right, I'm excited to hear about that. And a ceasefire extension mm. in Gaza is holding and more oh, hostages are being released. I'll have an update for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. Have you ever wondered why Catholics like to wear those miraculous medals so much? Well, today's saint is the one you have to thank for their creation. St. Catherine Labore was born in 1806 in France to a farming family. She was the ninth of 11 children. Her mother died when Catherine was only nine years old. After the funeral, she picked up a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, kissed it, and quietly said, now you will be my mother. A few years later, she had her first vision. It was of an old priest whom she did not recognize, but what he told her would eventually change the course of her life. He said, it is good to look after the sick. God has a purpose for you. Do not forget it. 
More years passed and Catherine went to visit a hospital run by the Daughters of Charity. While there, she saw a picture on the wall of St. Vincent de Paul and she instantly recognized him as the priest from her vision. From that moment, she knew she was meant to join St. Vincent's order and in 1830, she joined the novitiate. A few months later, Catherine was awoken from her sleep by a child's voice, calling her to the chapel where the Blessed Virgin Mary was waiting for her. Mary told Catherine that God had selected her for a mission. She would be opposed in the beginning, but not to fear, because God would give her special graces to accomplish it. She instructed her to tell everything she experienced to her spiritual director, because times were evil in France and the world. A few months later, the Blessed Virgin appeared to her again. This time she stood upon a globe inside an oval frame with rays of light emanating from her hands to the earth. Around the frame were the words, O Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. As she watched, the image turned, revealing a circle of 12 stars, a large letter M surmounted by a cross with the sacred heart of Jesus and Mary's immaculate heart underneath. When Catherine asked Mary why some of the rays did not touch the earth, the Virgin replied, those are the graces for which people forget to ask. She was then instructed to bring the image before her father confessor, who was to have them placed on medallions. All who wear them would receive special graces. Initially, the priest did not believe her. He spent two years investigating the matter and observing her behavior on a daily basis. After which, he was convinced and brought her story to the archbishop who had 2,000 medals created. The medals were distributed so quickly and effectively that their creation and popularity were said to be miraculous. Catherine then spent the next 40 years of her life serving the sick, the elderly, and disabled. She passed away in 1876 at the age of 70. Her body was encased in glass under the side altar on the chapel of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal in Paris. In 1933, her body was discovered to be incorrupt and she was canonized 14 years later. Catherine is now the patron saint of the elderly and infirm, as well as the Miraculous Medal. So next time you see someone wearing a Miraculous Medal, you can be reminded of its significance. It's more than just a piece of Catholic jewelry. It's meant to be a reminder for us to pray and ask for Mary's intercession. St. Catherine Lavare, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to access Advent resources, download today our free Hail Mary media app. You can find all the details at matradayradio.com. It is 8 o'clock. And in your news, the Vatican has published the schedule of Pope Francis' liturgies for the upcoming Christmas season, most of which will take place in St. Peter's Basilica. Following what has become his custom in recent years, Francis will preside over a Christmas Eve Mass at night starting 7.30 p.m. Rome time in the Basilica. On Christmas Day, he will deliver the traditional Urbi et Orbi to the city and to the world blessing from the balcony in the front of St. Peter's Basilica. And among other pre-Christmas festivities, the Vatican has announced that it will unveil its nativity scene and light as Christmas tree in St. Peter's Square, December 9th, the day following the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. There are also other details on the vigil of January, um, excuse me, on the January 1st Solemnity, Mary, Mother of God, Epiphany as well, and uh, the Baptism of the Lord on January 7th. So all those details are available uh, online, mostly through Catholic News Agency and Vatican News. Uh, so... Christmas is going to be here before you know it. No doubt. 
Attorneys from the U.S. Department of Justice are throwing their support behind a church in southern Oregon coastal town of Brookings that was told by city officials to curtail the meals that it provides to homeless people. St. Timothy's Episcopal Church in Brookings has been providing food to people on its church property for about 14 years. Members of the church say that some city leaders, including the city's Former longtime mayor even used to help out with meals. Then in 2020, the church expanded its services to feed people up to six days a week as other nonprofits were unable to keep up with skyrocketing needs during the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. But neighbors got upset with the regular presence of homeless people around the church, citing concerns to public health and safety. So they lobbied the city, asking officials to force the church to stop. By October 2021, the Brookings City Council had unanimously passed a new zoning ordinance limiting churches to meals two days per week. In February of 2022, St. Timothy sued the city of Brookings, uh, positing that the two-day ordinance unfairly prevented them from practicing their religion. Last week, the U.S. Department of Justice filed paperwork in the case in support of St. Timothy and its lawsuit. The federal agency told the U.S. District Court for the District of Oregon that they should rule against Brookings. The case is now in the hands of the federal district court Mm. in Oregon. St. Mary's College in Notre Dame, Indiana, historically a school for undergraduate women, will now be accepting men who identify as women. The school's president confirmed the change to students and faculty in an email last week. In her email, the college's president, Katie Conboy, said to students and faculty that the school is by no means the first Catholic women's college to adopt a policy with this scope and that the school is still determining the practices that will follow from this new policy. In a statement on Monday, Fort Wayne South Bend Bishop Kevin Rhodes said that he had learned of the policy change last week and he found it, quote, disappointing that I, as the bishop of the diocese in which St. Mary's College is located, was not included or consulted on a matter of important Catholic teaching. Bishop Rose continued saying that the desire of St. Mary's College to show hospitality to people who identify as transgender is not the problem, the bishop said in the statement. He said, quote, The problem is a Catholic women's college embracing a definition of a woman that is not Catholic. And on the first day of a 48-hour ceasefire extension in Gaza on Tuesday, Hamas has agreed to free more Israeli hostages in return for dozens of Palestinians held in Israeli jails. In the final hours of the original four-day truce that was set to expire on a Monday, Qatar, Egypt, and the U.S. said there had been agreement to prolong the deal at least through Wednesday if each day Hamas releases at least 10 Israeli hostages it seized in last month's attack on Israel. On Monday, there were more scenes of jubilation, both among Palestinian families whose sons and daughters walked out of Israeli jails and Israelis who welcomed home 11 women, children, and teenagers after 52 days in captivity. In all, 33 Palestinian prisoners were released after Hamas handed over 11 Israeli hostages. Until now, each day's hostages for prisoner swap has adhered to a formula of three Palestinians for every Israeli hostage, an arrangement expected to continue in the coming days. Let's hope that holds. 
Father Hans Joachim Lowrie, a member of the Society of the Missionaries of Africa, who was kidnapped in Bamako, the capital of Mali, Africa, in November of last year, has been reportedly set free. Father Lowrie was taken away as he was preparing to celebrate Mass in a church in the capital of the city of the West African nation, but his car was found abandoned and the cross he always carried with him was found on the ground near the car. Now, according to Agencia Fides, the information service of the Pontifical Mission Societies, the German priest was released on this previous Sunday. However, in a strange twist, representatives of the Malian government and two representatives of the Archdiocese of Bamako made public the announcement of his release. However, they said that they wished to remain anonymous. When asked to confirm media reports about the release of Father Lowry, they spoke to the provincial of the West African province of his congregation who told ACI Africa... We are still waiting for confirmation. So then Agencia Fides said that after he was released, he was handed to Malian government authorities, and then he was put on a plane and flown to Germany. So depending upon who you believe, he's either been released or they don't know if he's been released. But regardless of where he is, uh, please keep Father Lowry in your prayers. We'll update you as soon as we hear the actual details of his condition. And in sports, Jeremy Grant scored 34 points and DeAndre Ayton had 22 points and 13 rebounds to power the Portland Trailblazers to a 114-110 victory over the Indiana Pacers on Monday night. The Trailblazers trailed by four after the first quarter before moving into a 65-60 halftime lead. Portland sank 11 of, excuse me, sank seven of 11 three-pointers in the first half while Pacers were Five of 15. Hmm. And coming up next, Trailblazers heading to Cleveland on Thursday. Well, St. James of the Marches. Today is the feast day of St. Catherine Labre, obviously famous for the miraculous medal uh, visions that she received, as well as her heroic sanctity. Uh, but today is also the feast day of St. James of the Marches. So he was born in 1391. He studied law and then joined the Franciscans at Assisi, where he stuttered, studied theology under St. Bernardine of Siena. He was ordained a priest at 29 and became an effective and forceful preacher. He worked as a missionary and was friends with St. John Capistrano in both Italy, Germany, Bohemia, Poland, and Hungary. He attended the Council of Basel, Florence, and he helped reconcile the Hussites, but he was unsuccessful in his attempts to reconcile the observant and the conventual Franciscans as the Franciscan order split. He refused the offer of the bishopric of the See of Milan, and in 1462, he became involved in the Inquisition because of a sermon that he preached. At Milan, he was instrumental in converting 36 women, famously he was instrumental in converting 36 women of, shall we say, bad repute, by a single sermon he gave on St. Mary Magdalene. He died in Naples, where he spent the last few years of his life, on November 28th, which has become his feast day. He was beatified in 1624 and then canonized in 1726 as St. James of the Marches, he is one of the numerous patrons of Naples, Italy, and he is also the patron of children. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. On a Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. to 8.30, it is Drinks with Dominicans, a practical discussion on end of life. It is happening at Aquinas Hall at Holy Rosary Parish in Portland. All are invited to this panel discussion on Catholic end of life topics, including medical, financial, and spiritual dimensions. 
Panel participants will be Father Peter Doe, Dr. William Toffler, and financial consultant Mr. Benton Williamson. And remember, you can find many more details on this and other events that are going on in our community. Just head over to our webpage, matradayradio.com. You can also access the community calendar on the Hail Mary media app. Well, you know her, you love her. Dina Marie Hale is going to join us right after your weather. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. That you would send the Holy Spirit to them send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Chris Dohanik, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. The Catholic Church dedicates the month of November to the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Join Mater Day Radio as we unite with the communion of saints. We pray daily for the souls of all the faithful departed and for the intentions of the living through our broadcast of the celebration of the Holy Mass, the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and uplifting spiritual reflections. We also pray for your specific intentions on Mater Day Radio's prayer hotline. Our dedicated team of intercessors is ready to hear from you now at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or send your intention through MatraDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us throughout November as we pray for the holy souls and your intentions. At Matraday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 812 right here at Mantra Day Radio. Sunny, clear, and cool this morning. Sunny, clear, and cool today with a high of about 47 degrees. Cold tonight right at 32 degrees in the Portland area. Definitely going to get lower than that in the outlying areas. And expect similar tomorrow morning and sun during the day on your Wednesday, but the rain returns Wednesday evening overnight into Thursday. Temperatures right around the mid-30s, so cold and rainy coming up, but okay. not today.
Not to, well, it's cold today for cold sure. Today, but sunny. Yeah, 26 degrees right now at St. Mary's of Guadalupe up in Ridgefield. And it is 35 degrees at St. Irene Visiting Catholic Church here in Portland. Well, if you are finally settling back into a normal routine after the busyness of the Thanksgiving weekend, well, maybe you're just ready to take a pause because you're going to gear up to another busy Advent and then Christmas season. Well, don't let yourself get too busy so that way you forget the reason why we celebrate this time of year. Advent, a very distinct time in our liturgical calendar. And joining us today to help you have a very holy, peaceful, and a meaningful Advent season, it is our good friend, Dina Marie Hale. You are busy this Advent season, but for all of the very right reasons, for sure. Good morning, Dina Marie. Good morning, Brenda and Aaron. It's great to have you have this opportunity to really talk a little bit about the Advent season. As I'm looking at the calendar in front of me, we really have four full weeks because Christmas falls on a Monday. So that fourth week of Advent, we have one day, mm-hmm. Sunday, December 24th, and then we enter right into the feast of Christmas. But we don't, we've just had a lot of feasting with Thanksgiving. So this is really a perfect time to just get back on track and to slow things down a little bit to really take time to focus on what's going on in my life. Where where am I in my life? Where am I in my relationship with Jesus Christ? And our companion, as I always mention, is the Blessed Mother. You know, the Blessed Virgin Mary is such the companion when we go to Jesus through Mary. That's that That's beautiful it. phrase that really with uh, St. Louis de Montfort and I think all of those saints who who helped us with the making a mirroring consecration. We walk hand in hand. We walk hand in hand with the Holy Family as they go to that little stable in Bethlehem. It wasn't their choice. You know, Joseph and Mary, they didn't say, oh, let's go to Bethlehem for the birth of Christ. No, it was God's plan. You know, Joseph had to go to Bethlehem. At that moment, the census, we know the story from the scriptures. And it reminds me, it's not my plan, my my best laid plans to make sure everything is set up right. Let's look at what God's plan is. And the a most amazing thing about the Advent season is the incarnation. This is God's plan to bring salvation to the earth is through the incarnation. And that's what we celebrate in the time of Advent. I love what you're saying to let God be the driver. Yeah, this, absolutely, yeah. You know, Whoa. he's he's given you the roadmap. Follow that roadmap. Mm-hmm. It will lead you to a more peaceful place this Advent season. Dina Marie, just yesterday, we listened to you talk with Father Burnaby. They yeah. have very special Advent retreat coming up. And you spent so, so much time focused on this Advent season so that way people can join in many different ways. Maybe they don't have a full weekend together. Maybe what they have is an evening. Right. Well, in the busyness of your week, as as Daniel said earlier in the show, you can find time to mm-hmm. do all kinds of things. You need to make time for Jesus this Advent season. Dina Marie, you have helped carve out some great opportunities for people this year. Yeah, I think it's so true. And right now, this is the perfect time to get that December calendar out and you just mark the days. Where are we going to be as a family for Mass? Look at those Sundays. Look at those special days during the week. We've got, as you mentioned, the Advent Retreat at the Sisters, which is on the Feast of St. Nicholas, December 6th. And then the following Wednesday in the evening, I've got that Twilight Talk. And what I want to focus on this time at the Twilight Talk is really walking with Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
Guadalupe. We just will have had her feast day on the 12th of December. On Saturday will be the feast day of St. Juan Diego uh, in within the time of Advent. And what's really cool about this year is that if you go back to the story of St. Juan Diego, which is what I'm going to unpack on the Twilight Talk at Our Lady of Peace on the 13th, is December 9th was the day that Our Lady encountered uh, St. Juan Diego. It was a Saturday. And this year, Saturday, December 9th, is when we recognize the feast. So we're kind of recreating in a really special way, not only liturgically, but in our physical calendar, the steps that St. Juan Diego took as our Blessed Mother encountered him. And we get that beautiful gift of the tilma on the 12th of December. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and really see how Our Lady makes herself so present to us. Why? She wants to bring us Jesus. She wants to bring us Jesus, and she wants to connect with us in every different way. So I hope people will come to the sisters both on the 6th and then on the 13th in the evening. And then I'm going to be down in Eugene. I'm excited about going to the folks at St. Jude's. They're wonderful. Uh, Father Powell is just a beautiful pastor over there in the Eugene area at St. Lu- or St. St. Jude's on the 16th of December for a morning. We're just going to focus on the incarnation. Again, really focusing on that walk of our Blessed Mother and that beautiful time in the Advent season. And then the first weekend of December, I'll be over in Astoria. So I'm excited to be with the folks at St. Mary's Star of the Sea on the 2nd of uh, December, which is the first Saturday as we enter into the season of Advent. In fact, it's right before we hit Advent um, on the 3rd. We'll again focus all day from 9 until 3 really in Astoria, a beautiful Advent retreat. So there's some different opportunities to gather together, but people need to mark. Mm -hmm. You need your mark your calendar now because you know things are going to come up. Mm -hmm. Things are going to come up with school, with activities, with things at work, whatever. But look, when am I going to... Can I go to adoration? Let's pick an hour every week that I can get to adoration. Where's my parish? What are, what are they going to be doing? Participate with your parish community. Look at what the cathedral do, is doing. Look at what the grotto is doing. Mm-hmm. Look at what these maybe other communities that you're close to. If you work near a Catholic church, what are they doing? Look at their schedule. We do need to plan. We plan our meals. We plan our school activities. We plan our work. But number one, we need to plan our faith. God's got the map, as you said, Brenda. He's got the wonderful blueprints, but we do need to follow them. And that takes a little bit of effort. And I tell you, folks, it's going to be really worth it when on Christmas Day, you just remember, I've been recognizing, welcoming Christ's presence into my life, my family's life, my home, my heart. uh, And I want to bring that to the world, which is really suffering Mm -hmm. and really a world in need. We need to be the ones to bring Christ to them. Dina Marie Hale is joining us today talking about how you can join her for a very holy Advent season. Dina Marie, this is such a wonderful opportunity. I think it reminds me too to stop with the busyness, to stop with, the, you know, I've got to wrap this and buy this and send this and prepare for this event. If you step back from all of that, and enter into this season. What a beautiful experience for somebody maybe who's been away from the church too for a while, Mm -hmm. who is just feeling that pull again. Just a few hours in one of these special events would be everything. You know, perhaps there's a small group out there, a parish wanting to have that type of event available for people who are trying to come back or who are trying to find a way to get rid of that busyness, can they still 
contact you and see if they can fit you into their schedule, into their morning prayer group, into their mom's group, into their evening, you know, gathering of people. Is there still room in your very busy calendar bringing people <laughs> closer to Christ? You know, I would love to hear from you again. DinaMarie.org is the website. But, you know, wherever, again, Faith Moments is my is my ministry. So really bringing Faith Moments to that community. Typically, it's been women's groups that, have, that I really connect with, I think, because the Blessed Mother just kind of keeps pushing me mm-hmm. there. But whatever group, I think you just need to really decide how do we bring faith more into our lives. And if we haven't done it for a while... Um, it, Boy, we just need to start with a few minutes a day. Catholic Radio is a wonderful way to get started. Uh, That's really what helped me get started back on track. Really with the Lord is really having that little bit of Catholic Radio, the rosary. Find that church, find that local space, that sacred space. And I think, boy, I'd love to hear from you. We could brainstorm even for the new year. What's going on? How can we really rekindle the fire in your life, in your vocation? And let's do that together. Let's call upon our Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, uh, and really ask the Holy Spirit to guide in this time of Advent. The Archdiocese of Seattle and Archdiocese of Portland are undergoing some amazing transformation. Mm. And I love what Archbishop Sample says, you know, Jesus changes everything. Everything. And that's what we focus on in this time of Advent. So look forward to hearing from you, dinamarie.org, for all the details on all the events. And let's continue to pray with Mater Dei Radio. Amen to that. Dina Marie, thank you so very much. And another place that you can find all of Dina Marie's retreats and morning prayer services, those are on our community calendar as well. Dina Marie, thank you so very much for joining us today. Have a blessed day. And another way that you can really put a focus this Advent season is to spend a little bit of time at the Grotto. We are going into a break when we come out. We are going to give away a six-pack of tickets for your family to attend the beautiful Festival of Life. A light, so stay right with us. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, Family Dentist online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Are you spiritually ready for Christmas? Advent is a time to prepare our hearts and minds for the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. But with so much going on in our lives, it can be hard to take advantage of the season and really prepare ourselves for the gift of Christmas. My name is Daniel Oberreiter, the lead singer of the Catholic band, The Thirsting. Along with St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church and pastor, Father Matt Libra, I want to personally invite you to attend three evenings of adoration, contemplation, and praise of the Blessed Sacrament, beginning Wednesday, December 6th, from 6 to 7 p.m. at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, 2727 Northeast 54th Avenue in Portland. Confessions will also be heard each night. For more details, go to strosepdxparish.org. Come join us every Wednesday evening this Advent at St. Rose of Lima Parish and adore the Lord of the Universe, Jesus our Savior. Advent, it only comes once a year. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, 
and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com. It is 8.25 right here at Mater Day Radio. Coming up in your news, the Vatican has released its Christmas schedule of uh, lit- liturgies that will take place. Uh, with Pope Francis. So we'll get into that, plus a whole lot more in your news. All right, and now is the time. Mater Day Radio has teamed up with the Grotto. We have a family pack of six tickets for you and your family to go to the Festival of Lights this year. We are going to take the third caller this morning. So caller number three, here is the number, 888-823-5288. Eight six. The number to call again, 888-823-5286. The third caller will be our winner today for those family pack of tickets. And here is Jackie Bisson and Touch the Sky. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. What fortune lies beyond the stars Stairs and hides too fast to climb. I got so hard to fall so far, but I found heaven is love's right flow. My heart beating, my soul breathing. I found my life when I laid it down. Upward falling, spirit so. So will dance 
That is Jackie Bisson and Touch the Sky. It's 8.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news this hour, the office of the president-elect of Argentina confirmed on X that the country's new president, Javier Millet, received a rosary from Pope Francis on November 24th. The sacramental blessed by the Holy Father was sent to Malay and Vice President-elect Victoria Villaruel. Pope Francis' gift follows a phone call he had last week with the president-elect of Argentina in which the pontiff congratulated Malay and advised him to have courage and wisdom in governing the nation. Malay took advantage of the occasion to invite the people to visit his homeland in 2024. Both gestures mark the beginning of a new relationship between the two as Malay has apologized for the insults and criticism that he had previously publicly leveled against the Holy Father. The new president of the nation will take office on December 10th. And as Advent draws near, the Vatican has published the schedule of Pope Francis' liturgies for the upcoming Christmas season, most of which will take place in St. Peter's Basilica. Following what has become his custom in recent years, Francis will preside over a Christmas Eve Mass at night starting at 7.30 p.m. Rome time. On Christmas Day, he would deliver the traditional ubi et orbi to the city and to the world, blessing from the central balcony on the front of St. Peter's Basilica. And among other pre-Christmas festivities, the Vatican will also unveil its nativity scene and light its Christmas tree in St. Peter's Square December 9th, the day following the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. They've also released details on January 1st, the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, uh, the Epiphany, the Baptism of the Lord. All those details are going to be available through Vatican News online, uh, and you'll hear most of them here on Mater Day Radio over the Christmas holiday break. Portland Fire and Rescue had a busy evening on Monday responding to three fires in the span, 30 minutes. Fire and Rescue say they first responded to two homes on fire in the Brentwood-Darlington neighborhood in southeast Portland. Portland Fire and Rescue says a total of five people were displaced in those fires. While crews were at the scenes, two other fire responses were requested, putting nearly half of the on-duty members within Portland Fire and Rescue responding to this fire. With three structures on fire and no completed search of either home, a second alarm fire assignment was requested, putting over 50 firefighters at the scene. According to Fire and Rescue, most of the fire was extinguished within 10 minutes and searches of each structure had reported that both homes did not have any occupants. Crews then were dispatched to a potential residential fire in the Powell Gilbert neighborhood, but it was reported to be a small external fire that only needed a single engine. But before the arrival of first responders... A third fire was reported at a residential care facility in the Elliott neighborhood. There were no reported injuries to any occupants or any firefighters. So very, very busy afternoon. St. Florian was hopping last night. Well, Father Hans Joachim Lowry, a member of the Society of the Missionaries of Africa, who was reportedly kidnapped in Bamako, the capital of Mali in Africa, November of last year, has been reportedly set free. Father Lowry was taken as he was preparing to celebrate Mass in a church in the capital city of that West African nation. His car was, however, found abandoned, and the cross that he always carried with him was on the ground near the car. 
Now, according to Agencia Fides, the information service of the Pontifical Mission Societies, the German priest was released on previous Sunday, November 26th. However, in a strange twist, a representative of the Malian government and two representatives of the Archdiocese of Bamako made public announcement of the priest's release, but said that they wanted to remain anonymous. And then when asked to confirm the media reports about the re- uh, release of Father Lowry, his provincial of the West African province of his missionary congregation told ACI Africa that they were still waiting for confirmation. Yet, according to Agencia Fides, after being released and handed over to the Malian government, he was put on a special overnight flight to Germany. So nobody really knows what's going on or where he is, but it sounds like he was released, but nobody can confirm it. So regardless of where he is, please do keep Father Lowry in your prayers, and we'll update you as soon as this story develops. And in sports this morning, number three, Washington, number four, Florida State, and number five, Oregon, all moved up a spot in the Associated Press College Football Poll Sunday, giving the Pac-12 two top five teams for the first time since the final rankings of the 2016 season. Georgia remain number one as the two-time defending national champions have been for 24 straight polls dating back to the middle last season. Mm. Michigan returned to number two following a week at number three and received 10 first place votes after beating Ohio State 30-24 to in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Well, today is the feast of Catherine Labouret. She was a French member of the Daughters of Charity of St. Vincent de Paul and a Marian visionary. She relayed the request of the Blessed Virgin Mary to create the famous miraculous medal of Our Lady worn by millions of people around the world. Now, in 1815, Catherine's mother passed away, leaving her as a nine-year-old the responsibility for caring for her household. It's said that after her mother's funeral, Catherine turned to a statue of the Blessed Virgin and said, Now you will be my mother. Now, the story of her vocation is is phenomenal, but in, she was most known for the 1830 appearance of the Blessed Virgin to her in multiple visions, where Our Lady said, God wishes to charge you with a mission. You will be contradicted, but do not fear. You will have the grace to do what is necessary. The Blessed Virgin visited Catherine several times, and she showed herself famously in an oval frame standing on the globe with rays of light coming from her hands, and around the frame were the words, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. Mary asked Catherine to take these images to her father confessor, telling him that they should be placed on medallions, and all who wear them will receive great graces. And now at first the priest did not believe Catherine, but after two years of watching her closely, he brought her story to the archbishop. The archbishop ordered that 2,000 medals be struck initially, and those medals were dispersed so rapidly and effectively that it was said to be miraculous, Repeated medals were, again, distributed immediately, and, and everybody wanted one, so they kept making more medals, and the news of the miraculous medal spread like wildfire. Now, Catherine Labouret spent the next 40 years of her life in anonymity. Nobody knew that she was the receiver of these visions. Uh, she died at 70 years old, and then, only then, did people find out about her receiving of these extraordinary visions. Uh, Her body was discovered to be incorrupt after the uh, beatification of her in 1933, and it was encased in glass and placed behind the side altar, underneath, excuse me, underneath the side altar of the Chapel of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal in Paris, where you can still go see her body today. She was canonized by Pope Pius XII in 1947, and St. Catherine Labouré is the patron saint of the elderly, infirm people, and, of course, the Miraculous Medal. 
It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. A wonderful opportunity for families of high schoolers on Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. is an open house for Chesterton Academy of Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati that is happening at Aquinas Hall at Holy Rosary Parish in Portland. Chesterton Academy of Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati invites all prospective students, families to walk its hallways, visit the classroom, and meet the students and faculty. And remember, you can find details on these and many other events by going over to the community calendar at materdayradio.com. You'll also access it on the Hail Mary Media app. And a big congratulations to Dennis. He's a parishioner at St. Anthony Padua in Forest Grove. He will be getting a six-pack of nice. tickets to the Grotto's Festival of Lights. So many people called in, mm-hmm. Aaron. And we wish we could give everyone tickets, but right. if they tune in tomorrow, stay with us. We're going to have more tickets to give away. And coming up, it is the last Tech Tuesday of November. Sarah Kenza will be joining us right after the break. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. When Ruby Kate Chitsey, a little girl from Harrison, Arkansas, visited the nursing home where her mother worked, she asked residents what they wished for. To her surprise, many of them lacked simple luxuries to make them happy. Pants that fit, food from outside the nursing home, a working phone in their room since they were lonely. Ruby became emotional at their responses and with her mother's help, started a GoFundMe page called Three Wishes for Ruby's Residents. The youngster raised nearly $70,000 to grant these residents and many more in other nursing homes their wishes. Ruby told CNN, They weren't new cars or a million dollars they wanted. They were very simple things that you could just go into Walmart and get, and that's what we do. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Hi, I'm Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. 
It is 8.42 right here at Mantra Day Radio. Cool and clear this morning. Sunny and clear today with a high getting up to only 47 degrees. Cold tonight's going to touch freezing in the Portland area and probably dip below that in the outlying areas. Uh, expect a similar morning tomorrow, sun in the day for your Wednesday, but the rain returns Wednesday evening and overnight into Thursday and Friday and Saturday <laughs> and probably Sunday what? as well. <laughs> but enjoy the sun while you got it. All right. Most definitely. Although it is still very cold, it is 32 degrees right now mm. at Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church in Vancouver. And it's 29 degrees and foggy at the Nativity of the Mother of God Ukrainian Catholic Church in Springfield. Aaron, today and throughout the show in our Advent season mm-hmm. that is just upon us in a week. In fact, less right. than a week. Sunday marks the Coming first up. Sunday of Advent. We've been talking a lot about ways to make sure you don't let the busyness of the mm-hmm. season take control. Right. I mean, this is a very specific and very beautiful time of the year. Advent, a time of waiting, a time mm-hmm. of preparation as we await the Lord's birth and we get to celebrate well, that Christ light an incarnation into the world. Absolutely. And so one of the great ways to focus that time and attention, of course, is through the Hail Mary Media app. We spend a lot of time, and Sarah most definitely mm-hmm. spends a lot of time making sure there's some great resources, prayer novenas, and ways that you can really focus your time in prayer. One of those is the St. Andrew's Novena. You've got a prayer card right there for right. the St. Andrew's Novena. I'm kind of partial to this because I was born on St. Andrew's Feast Day. Were you really? November 30th, yeah. Uh, now, so now it is going to start right before Advent, since Advent doesn't technically start until Sunday. Uh, this Thursday is St. Andrew's Feast Day, November 30th. Uh, but this is a traditional novena that goes on from St. Andrew's Feast Day, starting on the 30th, all the way through Christmas, Christmas Day. Okay, so it's more than the nine days of prayer. Right, yeah, it's it's called a novena, but it's really just, I mean, I don't remember what an the Advent. math is on that. It's, yeah, basically an Advent novena. And uh, what you do is you pray this prayer, quote, Hail and blessed be the hour and the moment in which the Son of God was born of the most pure Virgin Mary at midnight in Bethlehem in the piercing cold. In that hour, vouchsafe, I beseech thee, O my God, to hear my prayer and grant my desires through the merits of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and of his blessed Mother. Amen. So that one prayer you pray 15 times a day. Really? Every day from November 30th until Christmas. And it's quite miraculous and it's one of those that just like any other novena you attach an intention to uh but you have to be very intentional about it because it's 15 times right so it's it's not a short prayer. i mean that's a short prayer it only took me 20 seconds maybe to read it but it's one of those that you you got to make sure that you're saying all all 15 so i actually use my little rosary to uh keep track of my count them 15 ones right you have to get 15 i'm sure that if you went to a local catholic bookstore you might even be able to find a saint andrew's chaplet that had 16 beads on it if not perhaps maybe you're handy and can get out your beads and and your little uh, needle nose plier and make yourself a 15 uh strand beat a strand of beads i was going to say a a decade but a (laughs) decade yep you need five more but what i what i love about that and then we'll uh we'll get on is this is a great way to constantly remind yourself of what's coming up at Christmas Mm -hmm. because of what you're saying in the prayer and that you're doing this as an intention for that whole period of time. So it's just one of the many ways that you can prepare, but it's a nice one. It's quick and easy. You can do it on your commute into work. You'll have it memorized in no time. 
I love that. And you know, one of the great ways that you can remind yourself to pray that is because that novena, that prayer is on the Hail Mary media mm-hmm. app. Sarah Kenzie joining us. She is our digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. You can set up, if you downloaded the app today, you can set up a prayer reminder. So if you wanted to be reminded every day to pray the St. Andrew Novena, it's real easy to do. Yes, Brenda, it is. Um, so I was going to also say, um, they we also have a version where it repeats the St. Andrew Novena prayer 15 times. So oh, really? Say you are driving and you can't, you know, maybe can't hold a rosary. This would be a good option. You can just listen 15 times. Don't, you know, space out, still be intentional. But uh, yeah, we have the St. Andrew Novena. We have a whole bunch of other Novena prayers um, and just Advent prayers on the app. And so you can go uh, to the pray section. You can see those right now. Um, and then you can also uh, go to the prayer notification section. So that's where throughout the year you can sign up for daily prayers. Um, but during Advent, you can sign up to get these special daily reminders during Advent um, to pray along with us. And I'm just so excited about this prayer aspect on the app. It's so um, it's just become something that's been really important to people mm-hmm. and a lot of people participate. Um, so we hope that you'll you'll join us in, in praying along too. I love it. And we, Dana Marie Hale was just in talking about ways that we can pull time out of our busy schedule, focus during this Advent season. We have been able here at Mater Day Radio to have a great partnership with Ave Maria in providing these great resources for Lent and for Advent. Like I said, we've done this for a little while now. They have a new program for Advent. Again, you are only going to be able to find it on the Hail Mary Media app. It's not going to be on our webpage. We're not going to be airing it. Tell our listeners about this program. Yeah, so this is another wonderful program. Um, It's with Father Agostino Torres, who's with the um, Franciscan Friars um, and in New York, and he introduces us to the season of Advent and really exactly what you're saying about, you know, not being overwhelmed by the busyness, but really entering into the story of, of Christ's birth and, and how we actually, you know, can bring that into our everyday life. And he approaches it from a very Franciscan uh, perspective. It's very incarnational. It's not just, you know, not just some thing that happened a long time ago. It's not just some nice story. It's it's really like, how do you make this part of your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was just listening to the introduction uh, this morning and I was just thinking, man, this is just helps me just even with a few minutes, just helps me kind of calm down, think about what's going on, you know, in the season we're about to enter on Sunday. Um, and so I really encourage you to check this out. Uh, like in the past, we'll have it available both in audio and video form. And yes. you can also sign up for a reminder again uh, with that. So uh, you'll there's a whole tab uh, with that Prepare Your Heart series. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll find it at the bottom of your screen, depending on the size of your phone, either right at the bottom or in the more tab and there's also a reminder uh, sign up there so if you want a reminder every week to make sure you check out the new episode you can sign up there fantastic sarah kenzie is the digital media manager here at mater day radio joining us on this tech tuesday letting you know about the email that is hitting your inbox this afternoon you always include one of our great locally produced shows in this case you are highlighting 
one of our podcasts. It doesn't come in the regular lineup at Mater Day Radio, but people have access to it on materdayradio.com. And of course, the Hail Mary Media app. Every week, Michael Davis gives us a common sense approach on social justice. And this week, he talked about Thanksgiving. Yes, I really loved this episode from last week for mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving holiday. But uh, Michael just really goes through ways that um, that you can see through history and all, especially in modern times um, where you have seen social justice really, um, you know, improved. You know, a lot of times I think we think there's so many injustices in the world. Everything is terrible. <laughs> um, but I really appreciated this. It's just just kind of looking back and talking about, I mean, just all the people that he knows personally that do mm. such great work, you know, in fighting poverty or, um, you know, or promoting the pro-life cause or different things like that. Um, and so he really just talks through a bunch of a bunch of different examples, um, which I found very uplifting. And um, his point throughout the episode is it really just starts with you. It starts with one person deciding I'm going to do something about this injustice that I see in my life, um, which so I thought it was very inspiring. It's a great opportunity that I have about every other week. Michael talks to me and I learn so much from his discussions. And again, you can get further into his uh, podcast on materdayradio.com. Again, that is Common Sense on Social Justice with Michael Davis. Well, Sarah, we just have a moment left, but on the webpage, on our app, there's just so many great ways to focus during this Advent season, holy hours, things like that. Just kind of let our listeners know how they're going to find out what's happening and where it's happening. Sure. So our community calendar is available both on our website and on our app. Um, And especially in this Advent season, I want to encourage you, there are so many opportunities for adoration, for holy hours. um, So you can really grow in that devotion to the Eucharist. There's also a lot of First Friday events. I was just looking through that yesterday. I was like, wow, there's so many. So, you know, this is the time people like (laughs) this is when you can really grow in that devotion. And and there's just so many great things listed on the uh, community calendar. All right. So check it out, too. You can access it on the Hail Mary Media app. It has an integrated map system, too. It's going to get you right to where you need to be. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us on this bright and sunny Tech Tuesday. Thank you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Blessings to you all. This is Bishop Titus Smith. Please join me in these prayers of Eucharistic revival from Our Lady of Fatima. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I adore you profoundly. I offer you the most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, present in all the tabernacles of the world in reparation for the outrages, sacrileges, and indifference by which he is offended. And through the infinite merits of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I beg of you the conversion of sinners. Amen. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. I beg pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, 
do not hope, and do not love you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. It's the cup that refreshes the morning blend on Mater Day Radio. It is 8.55 right here at Mater Day Radio. Cool and clear today, sunny with a high of 47 degrees. Cold tonight down to 32 in the Portland area. Expect similar tomorrow and during the day, but the rain returns the evening into Thursday. And then for your weekend, it's rain. Currently, though, it's 37 degrees and sunny in the Rose City. It is very bright out. You're going to need gloves, a coat, and some sunglasses to get your Indeed. commute today. Well, closing out our show today, here is Jesse Monabusen and The Life You're Living. And we are Brenda and Aaron on the Morning Blend right here at Matra Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Your love unfolding hearts you're holding ever close. Your life renews us as we live the life that you are living. You'll call, oh Jesus, to live your justice and your peace. Your life renews us as we live the life that you are living. Your grace, oh God, is
That is Jesse Monabusen and The Life You're Living. It's 8.59 right here at Monterey Day Radio. And just like that, Morning Blend is over for this last Tuesday of November. It is so bright outside. Yeah. It's pretty bright here in the studio, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, going to put some sunglasses on just to work today. Yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> What a great show. What a wonderful feast day. St. Catherine Labore. Mm-hmm. I've got my miraculous medal right here all around my neck. I wear it all the time, and I know you've got one too. Yep. So say a, a special prayer again mm-hmm. for that. Absolutely. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Milan. It is Tuesday, and a new episode of Voice of the Shepherd is coming up this evening at 7.30. Of course, you can also catch the podcast. It's usually up a little bit earlier in the afternoon on the Hail Mary Media app. We hope you have a very blessed day.